Hello, friends. Welcome to Originality Podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Dalton, and joining me today, as most of the time, uh, Amanda Foster. What's up? Yeah, it's not always. It's not always anymore. I've recorded we... a couple episodes without you now. Yeah. I'm I'm excited to hear the one mm-hmm. uh, with you and John. Yeah, and I've I haven't edited yet, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we recorded an episode without Amanda, which. I feel like fine. those end up being the best ones. We always say. I so. I don't know about that. I yeah. you know they're just different. Yeah, that's always fun. Diversity, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But you are kind of the best. Aw, <laughs> thanks. Okay, so today we're talking about type six paths. We're continuing our series on paths. We're talking about what's traditionally known as the stress path, growth paths of each Enneagram number, but we're referring them more as different sides of your personality that you lean into either in a season in order to adapt or to grow or just throughout the day to pull on what you need from different parts of your personality in order to do what you need to do to show up in life as your best self. And Mm -hmm. really, we, we talk about the goal of the Enneagram it's not to be like this other number, to be less of who you are and be this other number. It's to be healthy within your number and then to pull on these paths numbers um, to build skills and health and these different, to grow in these different sides of your personality and to grow in health in those areas as well, to be a more well-rounded human Mm -hmm. in every area of your life. Yeah. And it's still, those aren't like pulling from something that's not you. It's like, those are just another part of like yes what is built into your own personality exactly and yeah. so when people you know take on characteristics of their stress number they can take on healthy characteristics of their stress number and that yeah. doesn't mean that you're in a bad place that just means that you you're utilizing a different side of who you are and also when people try and box people in based on their dominant number it's such a narrow view of people and what people are like and what they bring to the table and and so i think even learning about the paths should help us become more open to as we get to know people and learn about their enneagram types recognizing that there's so many different sides to the people that are like that we're talking to that are before us that there's Mm -hmm. so many questions to ask there's so much more than meets the eye and so um I think it should really encourage us to ask better questions yeah all right so let's dive into it type six so type six is one of the anchor points in the Enneagram which means that it makes a little triangle between three six and nine and um those are all in the middle of their intelligence center, the head, heart, and gut intelligence centers. So they are the most in the middle of their intelligence center and the most disconnected from it. So type six being in the middle of the head triad is the most in their head. They tend to be very analytical, to overthink, to think through worst case scenarios, but then they also tend to be the least trusting of their own thoughts and conclusions. Mm -hmm. So they feel like they need uh, input from lots of different people. They have what they call the inner committee in their head. Mm. And so they they have a group of of voices in their head, all kind of talking through everything, questioning everything. And it makes them feel like they can't possibly come to their own conclusions and trust that without getting feedback from other people. So they really, really rely on their community for support and guidance 
through difficult things or just through anything, through any decision making, um, even though hmm. they have very strong skills of just foreseeing how things could go wrong for troubleshooting, for yeah. um, preparing and f- have very good uh, natural discernment. Yeah. Like they could come to those conclusions by themselves yes. very they, well. And and they, they see so much so clearly and they're so intuitive, but they doubt their own intuition. So then they don't voice what they're seeing until after the fact. And they're like, oh yeah, I kind of thought that had happened. And like yeah. anybody, if, if you have a, a close friend in your life, that's a six, you will know exactly what I'm talking about. Where like mm. you dated someone and they were like, oh yeah, I kind of had a feeling about that person, but they didn't tell you till after, or they, you that's took a job fun. and they had a red flag and they were like, yeah, I really don't know that that's going to be a good fit for them. But then they don't tell you. <laughs> yeah. But, and so really like that's part of growth for the type six is learning how to trust themselves and their own conclusions and to voice what they are thinking, what the, the kind of what they're discerning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for a six that moves to type three, which is traditionally the stress path, but we're just for the sake of this conversation, we're dismissing those phrases. This is just the path to three, that side of their personality. They lean into that side of their personality. They grow in overcoming fear in order to set clear goals and ask for help that they need in order to take action and move forward, which that grow, grow in learning to trust themselves, which we just talked about. So both of those things, sixes tend to deliberate for a long time and it takes them a very long time to process everything through and make a decision. So moving to three, it helps them overcome the fear of making a wrong decision, growing in confidence, setting clear goals, being more assertive, trusting themselves to make those decisions and helps them to take action to move forward as they lean into that side of their personality more. They grow in self-confidence and counter their natural tendencies towards self-doubt and fear of attracting too much attention to themselves. They are able to move Hmm. forward towards their goals without their emotions becoming an obstacle. They are more productive and optimistic and less indecisive. So hearing those things as a three, I'm like, okay. You're learning about your type. Yeah. Because of the way that it's referenced. It feels like it's it's hard to swallow those things because I'm like, man, I feel like I'm not good at any of those things. But <laughs> but you are. You're naturally Maybe. good at setting goals and yeah. being task-oriented and have a natural self-confidence. And some of it is when you spend a lot of time at nine or you're in a nine yeah. season, you don't necessarily yeah. feel those things as much. Yeah. But Or even six. I feel like I go to six a lot too. And like... Yeah don't trust myself as well. (laughs) And you're, I think some of that's even just being in a growing season, you're developing skills in those other numbers. And so you're struggling with what those numbers struggle with more. Mm -hmm. And so you feel less of kind of those natural strengths that are a part of being a three. Yeah, man. But that's all there. Yeah. It's there. Just going to dig it up. Oh my gosh. Okay. So um, so the, the six moving to three can also take on unhealthy characteristics of type three. So yay. 
So they can also have a tendency to respond to stress or anxiety by overworking, struggle more with people pleasing or adapting to a projection of how they believe others want them to act. They may battle fear of failure more and they may become more concerned about their appearance or reputation. Hmm. Any thoughts? <laughs> we have some great stuff to bring to the table. <laughs> Race new! Aww. All the things at the top of the... Yeah. <laughs> and you are all those things. No, it's okay. I, well, I don't know why. Okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Not a, I'm... Yeah. We'll talk later. It's fine. <laughs> okay. So moving on. Moving on. For sixes that take the path to nine and lean into this whole other side of their personality, they tend to relax more and stress less. They are more at peace with themselves and the world around them. They grow in learning to relax and just go with the flow. They grow in finding the balance between the tensions of being naturally suspicious of people and optimistically believing the best and being too trusting of others. So that was a very long sentence. So I'm just going to break that down real quick. But yeah. uh, there's that tension, that balance uh, between the six's tendency to be naturally suspicious of people mm-hmm. and the nine's tendency to optimistically believe the best and be almost too trusting. And so when the six takes the journey to nine, that's a tension between those two numbers that they, they, they really lean into and begin to work out. Like they, they may tend to be overly trusting and then there may be a pendulum swing back to being not trusting at all. Or they may learn to be like, Oh, well I can choose to not believe the worst. Like I can choose to believe right. that people can act towards me in just just equally as loving ways as they do in harmful ways. I don't have to assume that everybody's going to act towards me in harmful ways and live my life from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, so finding that balance, that tension, that's just it's part of life, and all of, all of us have to kind of navigate that as well. You know, I really should go back through this series and write out all the tensions that each type um yeah between those types because there's been a lot of them there yeah yeah that that would make a great post yeah I never thought about like I feel like I say this every time but how opposite the nine and the three are though or the nine and the not the three the the, six the nine and the six are yeah because when we're talking about the three you know, we were talking about how opposite three and nine are. It's like, yeah. they're so, because it's so lax. And then the three is like, so like go getter or whatever. Yeah. But then the six, the difference between the six and the three, of how the six is so like suspicious and yeah. kind of, you know, uh, worrisome, I yeah. guess. And then the nine is so, it's like a, a different dynamic of that yeah. tension. It's like, it's just interesting. It's that. so interesting. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think the way that the Enneagram highlights those tensions that we face in life that we have to grow in learning and sorting out in our own hearts and in relation to others. Um, I think that's really fascinating. Yeah. I kind of want to just do a whole post just on like series on Instagram on the tensions, each of the tensions that are highlighted in the Enneagram that we have to sort out in life and what that looks like. Yeah. What the Enneagram has to say about those things. I really like that. Yeah. That sounds really fun. So getting back to it, when the 
six is leaning into the nine side of their personality. They may grow in finding a sense of rest, comfort, and safety. They are more open to others, more optimistic, experience a wider spectrum of emotions, and seek out friendship without the underlying motive to build a protective network. They can mm. also have a tendency to get stuck in inactivity when stress um, may unconsciously merge with others and may tend towards a more passive aggressive response to conflict or confrontation. Hmm. So if you think about the, the six as this person that is very resourceful, very intuitive, a lot of times empathetic, very loyal, they have a strength of detail orientation and a lot of times a strength of empathy and, they also have these other sides to their personality that they can develop and lean into and become very task oriented and grow in self-confidence and, and being able to present themselves well and, and go for their goals, set their goals and go for it. And then they have this nine side that is all about being able to work from a place of rest and a peace and bring that into different situations and being able to mediate conflict between people and see different perspectives and um, bring about harmony in, in their world. And just the gifts and the strengths of all of those types kind of coming together and how beautiful, how, how whole of a person that that picture is. Like that's, I like, that's what I want people to think of when they think of an Enneagram type six is someone that is capable of so many different things. They're very relational, but they can be very detailed and very task oriented and mm -hmm. very good at seeing lots of different perspectives and yeah. extremely intuitive. And they, they, they have, there's so much to that person. Yeah. A lot of really, really good things to pull from. Yeah. Like on all sides. Yeah. I love my six friends. I just, I feel like they're very stable people. Yeah. I mean, loyalist is accurate, but yet, like, I think a lot of type sixes, they do have dreams and drive and yeah. goals that they want to reach. They just tend to struggle with self-doubt so much so that it kind of holds them back. Mm -hmm. And um, I think learning about the Enneagram, learning about the fact that they can trust their intuition and, and use that, like really use that to take action to make a difference in the world and, and to towards their goals or their dreams. Yeah, they're just, there's so much more to those people than what meets the eye. And I really, I love mm -hmm. how, I love how Learning Paths highlights that. Yeah, for sure. All right, well, that's it for today. Um, if you loved this podcast, if you've enjoyed learning about the this Paths series or any of the Enneagram episodes that you've listened to, please like and subscribe. Follow us um, on Instagram at Originality Podcast and at Just Loves Personalities, my personal Instagram page where I write and create all kinds of fun Enneagram content. And make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Leave a review on iTunes. And like, you can write out like a comment, like, please let me know if you've loved this podcast. I want to hear from you. And I totally read those reviews. Yes, absolutely. So uh, I like to close out our time together with a quote from C.S. Lewis. No man who bothers about originality will ever be original. Whereas if he simply tries to tell the truth, he will become original without ever having noticed it. Until next time. <laughs>